right, guys, welcome to Game Changer Salescast. I'm Dave Villa. It's Monday, and this is, man, what a great day. What a great day. Hope you guys are having a wonderful Monday, man, a great March. Um, I feel, man, I, I just have an expectancy, just such a great expectancy about this month. And I want to encourage you, if you have not, if you're not tracking it so far this month or so far this year, January and February were weird months. But here's the deal, man. If you don't feel it in, in, in so far this year, I would encourage you to give it another shot because March is going to be a great month. I believe this is when, I mean, this first day of spring, guys. Did you know that, Ezra? Lewis, the first day of spring today. I mean, we kind of shake off, man. That winter blues, you know, we don't have much of a winter here in Florida, but you know, you kind of just shake off that, that 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 winter gloominess, and you just man, you just you spring. Come on, that's a good word right there. You spring into a brand new season. It's a brand new season. We're going to talk to um, an expert, a game changer, today about how to hire game changers in your organization, how to bring rock stars, superstars, freaking game changers. I'm talking literal world changers into your organization, rainmakers, how to bring the right people, key people into your organization. What motivates them? Are they motivated by money? Do you hire them based on paying them the most? Do you have to have a vision? Do you have to lay out, you know, an incredible purpose? Does your company have to sell value versus or share value versus sell value? We're going to talk to an expert in just a few minutes. She is out of Atlanta, Georgia, and she um, not only is in real estate and development and of course investment herself and successful as an individual, um, but she is also involved in staffing and recruiting. I'm talking about not just like, you know, just a little little company over here, but I'm talking going after the big ones, the headhunters, right? We're going to talk to Laura Bernard in just a few minutes, but I want to hear your comments, your questions, no matter what industry you're in today. Maybe you're a salesperson or maybe you're you're a person looking to get into another organization and you want to know what it takes. Maybe you have talent and potential. I don't really think we're going to spend a lot of time on that today, but how do you display that talent and potential and how do you get that across to the right company if you are looking for the next opportunity? Maybe you are a CEO or VP of sales or, or, or an executive, or maybe you're a company that's, that's, in, uh, that's advancing and growing and expanding for the first time or for the next time, and you're looking to bring in that 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 right personnel that's that person that's going to be the, the 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 you know the mantle taker it doesn't have to be in sales it could be somebody that you're looking to bring in as an executive or somebody that you're looking to bring in as you know as as a culture ambassador we're going to talk about the traits that successful salespeople and successful people game changers share things that they things to look for things to steer away from you know if <clears throat> one of the things i think in challenges that i've faced in my entire professional career over the last 20 plus years has been just that how to bring in key people <clears throat> you know one of the ways i've noticed and in, in my monologue i guess i'll talk about the thing that really i feel has worked for me and it's not something i'm not sure if you could bottle it up but 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 when somebody is referred from the inside out so some of the best people <clears throat> that are here and when we go to places we go to conferences we go to you know we we meet clients we we go to events and we bring a, a team of five six people we always hear man your crew is great and we all and, and it's like my guys i look around and i watch and listen i'm not saying anything about anybody else but i look around at our team and we outwork them we out passion them and i look at it and i'm thankful and grateful but then i then i look back as an executive and i go well, how did that happen 
It's not that I'm so great. It's not that I'm so wonderful. It's not that I'm lucky, right? I'm blessed. I'm grateful. But how did it happen? And I think that what happens is the people that are here reached out to individuals in their sphere of influence and their circle of influence and they have grabbed people and brought people in that were talented and fit into uh, that they had certain gifts and potential and talent and they plugged them into i mean this growing and thriving like almost ecosystem here at ipd and that's how we've done it and so the result and the fruit of that is people look at it and go, man, you've got some great talent, some great individuals, and I can just say thank you and then look at it and look at the peop- look around at the people that are in leadership, whether it's in position or, the just, or, or, or whether it's just by how they live and work their daily lives, and i got to say thank you to them, right? Because it's, it's about the culture ambassador. So for me, I've spent thousands and thousands and thousands, I mean, of dollars over the years on ads, on placement, on, you know, and today you have Facebook spots and you have Twitter ads and you have, you know, you have employment ads and you have career builder and you have, you know, uh, uh, and sightly and you have all these places you could put your dollars, right? And I think the number one way to attract top talent, and then you have positions and you have money and you throw out all types of, of, of big incentives and you throw out all the perks and all the benefits and, 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 and all of that's great, right? I think it's important. But the number one way that I've noticed over the years, the only way that is maintained and then that is that has continued to keep results, that has kept employees, that is that has built them, that has got the compliments, that has got the job done, that has kept us at the industry level that we're at and in the forefront, man, where we're not chasing people. People are chasing us, trying to keep up with us has been other people, culture ambassadors saying, man, this is a great place to be. And I think that speaks volumes. <clears throat> so how do you get there? How do you hire game changers? How do you bring them in? How do you do it? What do you look for? You know, uh, if you hire the most talented individuals, but they don't fit your culture, is that, is that okay? If you, if, you, if you hire somebody who fits your culture, but doesn't have any ambition, you know, do they really fit your culture? You know, just because they're a nice person, you know, just because... They want to work there. Does that make the difference? So, you know, let's look at something. When it comes to sales, I got a few questions. I can't wait to bring Laura on and ask her in just a minute. We're going to get to our guest. But if you have questions, make sure you reach out. If you're listening to us on Facebook, you can call in, and we'd love to take your calls, 813-574-1820. Also, make your comments known on Facebook, or if you're listening to us and you want to join our Twitter chat, we're beginning a Twitter chat here. It's kind of hard to get it going, but we want to start with those that are tweeting with us and use the hashtag salescast and want to get your questions on air. Can your people that you're bringing in, can they overcome objections? Is persistence, is persistence something that they are innately, do they have innately inside of them? Are they born with it? You know, and you need to know this. And the resumes won't always say this. You know, do they do their research? You know, did they, when they came in to interview with you, did they know about your company? You know, sometimes we laugh at the little, you know, at, at, the, at, the, at some of the, uh, you know, some of the, um, you know, sometimes when we hear these interviews where we say, sell me this pen or, you know, we kind of laugh at that and we make fun of it. But the reality is we don't want them to sell us a pen, but maybe we want them to sell us on why they should come to work for our organization. If they, if they don't know the answer to that in somewhat detail because they've investigated who you are and what you do and they've looked into it and they've visualized themselves working for you then I'm not sure that's the right person. So have they done their research? Do they know how to build value? 
Value in what? Well, I, I don't know that, Dave, until I get them into my organization. I get them in the training. That's too late. Sometimes then you've already, you've already gotten people in your company. Look, you have to be protective over your organization. And you, it, it's too late at that point because you've now brought them into your inner circle. You've invested resources, time, effort, and you've, you've now unveiled your company and your company now sees you bring people in. You don't want to have egg on your face. Listen, there is no perfect candidate, but do they know how to build value? So when you're interviewing them, you know, it's, it's not waiting until they get in and start to get them on the phone or get them in front of your potential clients or get them into the training that you can see whether or not they know how to build value. Can they build value in the one thing they should be able to build value in, in themselves? You need to know that. You need to find things that are unique and, and, and bring up specific pain points. You need to, you need to, you need to make sure they're not going to come across as some cheesy salesperson. I mean, they need to ask enough question to identify what drives them. And, and, and they need to identify what drives your organization. These are just simple things that you need to do. These are the bare minimum. We're going to ask our es- expert in just a moment. Laura Bernard is going to come on in just a minute. So don't go anywhere. In 60 seconds, we're going to have her on. This is Game Changer Salescast. I'm Dave Villa. Today, we're talking about how to bring game changers, superstars, rainmakers, rock stars, whatever you want to say, man, studs, studettes. I'm talking about beast into your organization. Is that what you want? Come on. We'll be right back in 60 seconds. Don't go anywhere. All right, all right, all right, man. We're back. Game Changer Salescast. I'm Dave Villa. We're going to be going right into our guest here today, and I'm excited <clears throat> to have Laura Bernard on, and uh, she, I've known her for years, and uh, what a sharp individual. Matter of fact, she's helped our organization in times past uh, locate talent, and I'm looking forward to talking to her about how to bring game changers into your organization. Laura, thank you for coming on today, um, and what a privilege to have you on out of Atlanta, Georgia. Laura Bernard, thank you, Laura, for coming Hi, on Dave. today. How are you? Hi, David. Thanks for having me. It's a privilege to be with you. Well, it's my, my pleasure, my pleasure. Well, I want to jump right into this. And, you know, um, I, uh, I was talking in the monologue in the opening about how to staff your organization, how to bring, you know, just game changers, whether it's in, the, in, in sales, whether it's in leadership, executive. Um, you know, it really, in this day and age, it really doesn't matter. I think that um, I'm not really sure it ever was okay to have subpar people, but if it ever were okay... Today it's not, and I think with in the era of, um, of of social media and every company that's worth its salt that's really growing and and making strides today, Laura, whether you're in real estate or whether you're in you know um, you know whether you're in pharmaceutical business or you know whether you're in the medical field, sales in any generation, in any genre, you know to have somebody in your media marketing you know, customer service, sales, leadership, that's subpar. It's just not acceptable. So I want to ask you, as somebody who has interviewed people for years, somebody who places people, mm-hmm. finds people, how do you bring, how does an organization bring game changers into their company? How do they go about doing it? What do you think are some of the secrets that they need to know when looking for the right people into an organization, bring into an organization? Well, Well, David, I think the first thing is they have to be passionate about what they're doing and about the company. And they're going to see that in the interview through their enthusiasm about the opportunity. And then, you know, of course, their past experiences. But um, definitely they have to be passionate about what they're doing and excited to want to come on board 
your company. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing is I would say you want to, you know, make sure um, that, you know, they're teachable um, because I think that's a key to a person being successful is you have to be teach, teachable, always a student, um, and, you know, because things are changing and, and it just shows that you're open-minded. But um, but basically, I would say you know it's 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 easier it's easier to teach the experience of the position um, than it is to uh, teach someone to fit into your culture and have enthusiasm about your company. Absolutely. Okay. So and and, I'll, and some of the things I had written down here, you know, you've already touched on two of them. It's interesting. Out of the five, uh, you said teachable, and I had coachability here. And looking for, let's just stick with sales for a second. You know, I know that over my twenty plus years, um, your career that I've hired salespeople, um, it's probably one of the most difficult things to do. Now, I've gotten better at it mm-hmm. over the years, and and I think I think that this is why our listeners. To you that are listening, I think it's so important that you get this today, by the way, because it's a lot easier. I think it's a lot easier to have good people if you improve your hiring process. And, and, I, and, I, and I think that in the past, Laura, you know, somebody might say, well, no duh to that. But I, I'm one that that did duh, you know, because I never really knew that. I thought it always came down to training and it came down to, you know, finding a diamond in the rough. And oh, I can turn this person around. But the reality was I was mm-hmm. wrong. And the hiring process right. is so important. And so let's look at this first thing that you mentioned teachability. I had down coachability as one of the top predictors, mm-hmm. you know, of success. You know, so, so in, in there's flags that go up, Laura, in the interview or in the process. And anybody can put together a good resume. I mean, let's just face it. I mean, you can Google absolutely good sales resume and copy it and no one will know. So you can bring in a good resume, mm-hmm. have a good resume, come in. So what kind of things when it comes to coachability? If I'm interviewing somebody and they've made it to that level and I want to vet them, I want to make sure that I don't hire anyone who sucks, and I'm sitting down with this person in an interview, what are some tricks that mm-hmm. I need to know from someone like you when it comes to is this person teachable or coachable? Well, I mean, I think um, it's, you know, it's going to show in the way they respond to the question. Mm-hmm. Um you know, if they seem to, you know, if you are trying to explain something about the organization or the position and they seem to already know everything, any, you know, they already know the answer. They're like um, finishing your and sentences. They're not, I'm sorry? Like they're finishing your sentences, you know? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. They're finishing your sentences for you. Um, I can kind of tell with me, I, you know, in person, you can kind of tell by their presence and, you know, are they defensive or um, are they just, you know, ready to get in and, you know, learn. Look at it as a learning experience anywhere you go because you're going to a new company. Just because you did things this way, if that, you know, your your other company doesn't mean that it's going to be the same way with this one. So you want someone open-minded and, you know, a lot of times you can tell with their presence as well. But, um <clears throat> Yeah. Okay. Let's look at another another trait here, especially when it comes to sales. You mentioned the other word you mentioned I had down was passion, but I want to look at this because this is something I think this is the dichotomy where where people stress between this and and, and I have stopped looking for necessarily prior experience. This is my personal opinion. Now, um, it makes the vetting process a little tougher. Okay, because you know the ad, you don't want to be deceptive in any type of ad or placement. So you're 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 trying to 
um, toe the line, so to speak. But there's there's prior success versus passion with not much success. So let's say you have a salesperson or you have a personality, super smart, um, you know, not a lot of experience in sales, but they have passion. They love working with people. Mm-hmm. They love they love selling by personality and and it seems that they'd be okay with hearing no you know hundreds of times a month so to speak so that's hard for a lot of people but then on the other hand they don't have a lot of experience and then you have this person that has prior success and they have you know and and so they've they, they've they've become a professional salesperson possibly but it's it's maybe maybe that's not the route to go so i mean when it comes to that do you do you think it's okay for somebody and, and maybe give an experience of, of, of yours, um, if so, to reach out to someone with little sales experience but with a lot of passion. Absolutely. I think those are your best candidates, are the ones with more passion. They may not have the experience, but they have the passion for it. They love people. They're outgoing. Um, you know, they can handle the nose because you have to be thick skinned in the industry. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to, to me, no is a good thing because I can move on or I can. Of course, initially, I'm going to try to overcome the objective, but, you know, you have to, that's just a part of what we do. It's all in the numbers. But, um, but definitely the, um, their passion is much more important than their years of experience. And sometimes years of experience can really hurt a person in a new position because they're already set in their ways. Right. If you have someone with passion and you bring them in, then they're open. You know what I'm saying? They're brand new. They don't know. Um, I mean, that, I think that's what helped me in the beginning. I went from being a, an accountant to a recruiter and being from salary to 100% commission. And it was because I didn't know anything. I just mimicked my mentor. You know, whether I thought it was going to work or not, I just did what he did. And it worked. <laughs> so yeah. I think that's I, I'm, I'm right on with that. I, I'm, I'm right. I'm right on with that. I think that, um, you know, looking at uh, looking at passion versus experience, and it doesn't mean you have to have either or, but it just seems like that, you know, when you fished in a pond or you fished in a place for so long, it doesn't mean that it doesn't mean that there there's not the ability to to catch that fish in another area or another pond. And I think that, you know, over the years, the, the, the ability to be flexible, Laura, and look and say, you know what, listen, you know, we've never, what about looking, you know, because here's the thing, if, if, if you, you, common sense would say, okay, I'm looking for a salesperson. So where do I look? I look at someone who has chosen that as a profession, but what about someone who doesn't understand the terminology or their definition of the terminology of salesperson is, is not really, wasn't really properly defined because I think that maybe 20 years ago, 30 years ago, you know, someone in the quote profession of sales, you know, is not necessarily someone I'm looking for. I think that um, it, it got mm-hmm. a bad name and I think it, it's gotten a bad name from, uh, from a lot of people. And, um, and so I think that there's the ability to really look at, at people who can build relationships with other people, which is in turn what sales is. And then if you offer a vision and a purpose, and I want to get into that, that leads me to my next question so so let's say you find that person and and you know today how important is it okay especially again when um you know and i don't think this is any i don't think this has anything i think this just has to do with enlightenment you know with where we are at least with successful companies that i know and how our company has grown you know laying out the values of an organization our organization shares its values and even more importantly, I think, than selling value, we share our values as a company and we put it right out mm-hmm. there. 
that people are important to us. Again, whether we're looking for someone in our marketing, branding, you know, it doesn't matter what division or department, we want the best people and we want someone that treats mm -hmm. our organization like it's theirs. I think that if you share values and they really know that there's a purpose for not only the company, but for themselves there and that, that people are cared for and there's opportunity, that they're going to come in and really it's going to bring in a different caliber of person. Have you seen that in the last few years, you know, really grow in the, in, in, in your industry when looking for good people? <clears throat> mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. And you know, mute. Press one. I, I wanted to bring to that the list of participants. Press two. To I wanted to bring that as a moderator. Forward. Press nine. Oh, to return to the conference. I'm sorry. Press There's the some sort of a, to repeat these options. Press hold on one second, Laura. We're going to, there you go. Are you there, Laura? Hey, yes, I'm here. Lost okay. you for a minute. Not sure what happened. <laughs> I think that somehow but, no, there was a conference. Go I ahead. Gonna, uh, no, one of my, that was one of the other point that I was going to make in the beginning was that it's very important that the companies sell themselves and, you know, share what they have to bring, what their values are, what they have to bring to the table, because it's, it's a two-way street. You want to get somebody, you know what I'm saying? I think if the client um, is, this sharing their values and sharing what the conference. makes them a great company, then um, and the candidate is doing the same, then it's a win-win. Okay, I, I agree, and and so and and so I would I would imagine that that's probably you know the difference between someone that does what you do in your your organization. We have a couple of more minutes here, but I mean, and 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 I want you to give out your information for those that are listening that really are looking for. And I vouch, Laura is the real deal. You've been doing this for for a long time, and you and I, I think, met right. initially, probably, man, I mean, what, almost uh, ten years, maybe eight years ago. Yeah, um, it's been uh, seven years ago. Seven years yeah. ago, and um, and mm -hmm. what what I love about what I love about um, you is you, you, this is your passion. This is what you do. And, and, and I followed your career right. for the last few years. And um, so I'm going to have you give out that information. But more importantly, I think that when you're looking for somebody and, and people that, that are watching now, I mean, let's not fool ourselves. I just hired two salespeople last week. I've hired five uh, people in our business, six people in our business development center in the last two weeks. I've hired seven people. I know you hate to hear that because, um, but, but I, I need to get with you to get a plan together for some other areas. And I hired a marketing person four weeks ago. And so I've hired eight people in the last month. And so I contributed to those good job numbers that, that, uh, that came out last, came out out of ADP job numbers. It came out last last month, but we brought in eight people. I'm talking about great people in three different departments here, and I'm telling you, That's people awesome. that are watching, Laura, okay, none of us are going to fool ourselves. It's we don't know how to we don't know the recipe to bringing in good people, and what how you get that recipe is 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 by finding individuals who are doing it and find out how they're doing it. And there's not, there's, and, and I'm telling you, you're one of those individuals. You attract great people. So I want you in, in the last 60 seconds or so, if you'll give, you know, just, just, just kind of give a closing thought to one important thing that you think everyone that's trying to bring good people into their organization needs to know and needs to understand if there were one thing. And then at the end of that, let them know how they can reach out to you. Your Twitter handle, Buckhead Search, is on the screen right now. But at the end, maybe you can give out a better way or maybe an alternative way for them to get in touch with you as well. Okay. Um, I, You know, I would say um, 
definitely you want someone that is confident, enthusiastic about your company. Um, you also want to know what, how do they stay motivated? Sales, you have to stay motivated because it is, um, you know, you do get a lot of no's. You get a lot of, you know, there's a lot of um, walls that go up. So you have to keep yourself motivated. You want to make sure, you know, what, why they want to work for your company, work for you. And, you know, just make sure they're passionate about what they do. Um, and, you know, I would say um, basically just make sure that they associate themselves with people that are inspiring them and not, you know, you, you just have to really protect yourself if you're going to be successful in sales. Can you help? Can you help our Um, listeners find good people? Absolutely. Absolutely. They can find me at, um, my email address is Laura, L-O-R-A at buckheadsearchgroup.net. Um, they can find me on Facebook, um, Instagram, Twitter, so I'm pretty much on all of them. Or reach me on my cell phone, 404-947-9036. And if you're watching this on Facebook Live as well, Laura's tagged on this and she shared this feed. So you can find her there and her Twitter handle is on the screen. You have her cell phone that she gave out and her email address, Laura, at BuckheadSearch.com. And uh, Laura, thank you so much for, for, for being on the on the show. And uh, it, was, it was my pleasure having you on. It's great to... Uh, to be able to talk to you a little bit. Um, I know we could spend a lot more time talking about this. I'd like to have you on maybe our auto auto show as well on Thursdays. And uh, because there's some automotive dealers, I know that would love to uh, find out how to bring in good people as well. Sure. Absolutely. Thanks, David. Thank you, Laura. Have a great Appreciate day. Appreciate you having me. You too. Thanks. thanks. Bye. That was Laura Bernard. And listen, make sure you reach out to her. <clears throat> listen, we brought in eight people in the last month and a half or so last month five weeks and uh, we brought in a marketing uh, person in our marketing team that's joined our crew we brought in again six um, business development um, reps in the last um, uh, five four weeks we brought in two um, strong national accountant sales um, director or sales individuals here and uh, great people and Laura Bernard can help you do that if you're looking for ways to do it, I'm, I'm, I promise you, you may need help doing it. If what you're doing is not working, then stop doing it. I mean, the definition of insanity is to do the same thing over and over and expect a different outcome. If you're continually bringing in people and then having those bridges burn and not, not keeping those individuals, I would recommend that you stop doing it and try to figure out a way to do it. And uh, sometimes you need to reach out and you need to get somebody that does very well. And Game Changers... You know, listen, if you, if, you, if you need training, then possibly reach out and hire a trainer. And Serial Sales Pro will really be good at that. If you need, you know, if you need a dentist, you go to a dentist, you don't pull your own, you know, molar out. You know I mean? If you need a root canal, you don't do your own root canal. You need heart surgery, you don't do your own surgery, right? I mean, bottom line is you may need to reach out and connect with another game changer. And someone like Laura would do a great job at that. So, hey, listen, I, uh, if you want to be on the show, I'd love to have you on. I know we are booked out through, um, I believe, the end of next month, but we're booking now for May and June. And if you'd like to be on Game Changer Salescast, maybe you have something to bring to the table. Maybe you are a game changer in your genre of business, maybe in your industry that you are an industry leader. We'd like to talk to you on how to move the needle. And if you have any comments or questions, I'd love to hear from you as well. Thank you as always for listening. Again, I'm Dave Villa. It's Monday. And it's, man, listen, let me tell you something. Don't forget, 
This is, this is the middle of the month. You've got two weeks left in this month. You have to make the best of it. If you're not tracking this year, then what you need to do, don't put your head in the sand and go, this is not going to be the year I thought it was going to be. Don't do that. Don't sandbag. Don't start counting that. that don't, don't start speaking that. I want you to get on the saddle and you close March strong and you get back on track. I'll see you next week.